It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves and Ashley Fresca on 95.5 WSB. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's 7.07 at 95.5 WSB. Walter Reeves alongside Ashley Frasca here where we are enjoying a two-hour radio show this morning because the Bulldogs pregame show begins at 8 this morning. But we will answer your garden questions at this number, 404 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. Dial those digits and you will get your garden questions answered. And this weekend's probably a good time. Get out there and do what you can if you need to blow leaves. If you, if you just seeded your fescue back in September, early October... Keep the leaves off of it. That is yeah. one good thing if you're just kind of aimlessly wandering outside, like wondering what to do right now. That's probably a good task for you to do. Let that new grass breathe. Don't let it get yeah. smothered out with all the leaves. I mean, I've already had to blow the leaves off of it twice, but that's a good little task. And fertilize. You should fertilize this weekend. This is a great time to fertilize fescue because it needs to be fed during the time it grows the fastest, which is right now. Yes. Oh, it's growing gangbusters, so yeah. that's great. So that's some things you can do. Maybe tidy up a little bit, prune some things back just lightly. Um, but Walter and I in the break talking about just observing your environment and being ob- observant of yeah. what's going on Be outside. Aware. You know, and a lot of people don't have time to spend in the yard like they would want to. To me, it's therapeutic. If I could get out there three hours a week, I would love that. Um, but just, you know, be, trying to notice patterns, trying to notice behaviors of your plants. If they do the same thing every year, if they attract the same type of insects each year. You know, that's a lot of the calls that we get. And I I commend folks that are so observant and realize these patterns and trends and want to stop a cycle. They want to start preventing something. We were talking about the patterns that you as a traffic reporter notice in traffic and where accidents occur. It's, It's repeat behavior. You just have to really pay attention to something and be mindful of, of patterns like we were talking about. Like there's this one stretch of I-75, God bless all of you, down in Stockbridge, 75 South near 675. Tractor trailers wipe out when it rains in this exact precise location. And it's become so patterned that I was telling Walter, I think, you know, we notice it as traffic reporters, but maybe the DOT or the contractors don't really have the focus to be able to notice that mm-hmm. this occurs so often. So just bringing it to their attention, hey, is there something that could be done differently in this spot? I don't know if it's repaving or raising the grade of the interstate or something like that. But the same can be said in your in your landscape, for sure. You're the one that's seeing it each and every day and just taking the time to go out there and really notice things and paying close attention to the whys and the hows. Yeah can really make you a better gardener. You just have to stop and listen. If you notice that the, the grass is never very good in one spot and it's in the full sun, you think, why is the grass doing very well here? You go out after a rainstorm and notice that the water is holding in that spot. You think, oh, because the soil is so soggy. It stays soggy too long. The grass doesn't like that. That's why the grass is so thin right here. Uh, patterns of your um, flowers and uh, shrubbery that gets diseases sometimes. Mm-hmm. You say, well, it always seems to get this spot in September. My hydrangea has those brown spots all over the leaves every September. What can I do to change the environment so they don't get that little disease on them? Yeah, or, I mean, my sweet shrub. I was so proud when I bought and planted those about three years ago from Pike Nursery. I mean, I questioned Mickey Gasway for weeks. Like, all right, these are the type I'm going to get. I want the fragrant, you know, sweet shrub. And every year I notice there's like one or two weeks 
when one just shoots up so mm. much taller than the other one. And I'm sitting on my back deck and I always think, I gotta prune that down a little bit because then it's shading <laughs> the second one from yeah. getting as much sun. And every year I do that. I sit on the back deck about in the summertime and think, I need to get out there and cut that back. And I, I don't. So you the don't. other one <laughs> suffers because it's not getting as much sun. So yeah, stuff like that. And I mean, you're letting the dog out and you're just standing outside waiting for the dog. Just look around, just observe, just notice. Our phone number, 404-872-0750. Hal at Ackworth Dollars did it just a minute ago. Hey, Hal, good morning. Good morning, Walter. How can we help out? Well, I've had a few spots of clover in my Bermuda grass, and all of a sudden in the last month, I have had a big explosion of clover in about three or four big spots in my yard, and I don't know why it's happened all of a sudden, and I'm not sure what to do about it. Let's think of a pattern. What's happened in the last uh, little while? Has weather changed at all? Has it gone from really hot and dry to sort of coolish and wet? Yes. Yeah, well, yes, I guess it has. And clover, what is clover like? Not hot and dry. Clover likes wet and uh, shady a little bit. I would so that's say it, huh? that's it. The clover is just taking advantage of the environment. Now, what do I do about it? Ah, that's the question. <laughs> Hal says, I don't like that clover. I don't care what it's doing out there. Um, well, I have a beautiful brown Bermuda grass yard with green big splotches yeah, of green yeah. clover in it. So. The easiest one to, is to use one of the three very, very similar products. I don't want to say one is better than the other. They all work a little bit differently. But the three main broadleaf weed killers that work very nicely uh, one is made by Bonide. It's the Bonide uh, Weed Beater Ultra or Weed Beater Plus, one or the other. That was Bonide. Pike sells Bonide products, of course. Okay. Uh, next one is the um, BioAdvanced uh, Season Long Weed Control. BioAdvanced used to be Bayer, but now the Blue Bottle, the Blue, the Blue Bottle Season Long Weed Control, or the Ortho Weed Be Gone Max. Ortho Weed Be Gone Max. Any, I've seen any that three before. of those will kill clover like a heartbeat. I will give it a try. It is, I know it's supposed to rain this afternoon, but it's going to be warm this morning. Yeah. It's a good time to put it on. I think so. Yeah, as long as you, I mean, not right before the drops start falling from the sky, but if you give it a little bit to dry on the on the leaves of the weeds, and yeah, it'll do fine. No, thank you very much, sir. Have a good day. Hal, it is our pleasure to be of service to you. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lonnie Garden. So, Actually, the broadleaf, I said broadleaf weed killer, right? So that's what clover is. Mm -hmm. So it's important for our listeners to know that there's a difference between broadleaf things, which could be anything with a broadleaf on it, I guess, as opposed to grasses. The grass is completely different in the way it grows and the way it responds to herbicides and the way it uh, is managed and stuff. So just that little bit of observance right there helps to know what to do to help it or not help it. Does the fact that it's a broad leaf, meaning in in my mind, it has a little more surface area. So the chemical is more, you know, soaking into the larger surface area of whatever leafy weed you're talking about versus like a grassy weed, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of blady, kind of thin. Would a, a chemical for more of a grassy weed focus more on the root and not actually the surface area of the blade? Does that make sense? Great question, but no. It's a great observation. You observe that the broadleaf weed has more surface area. To soak up that chemical. Smart thinking. Yes, I understand why you're thinking that way, but actually it's because of the the botanical mm, growth of how broadleaf weeds, uh, broadleaf plants, 
emerged from the uh, seed. They're called dicots. Dicots are plants that have two leaves that come up from the seed. If you have a bean seed, for instance, and you watch it sprout, the seed will split, and then two little leaves will come up. Dicot, mm-hmm. dies, you know, means two, mm-hmm. right? And then if you have a grass seed, you watch it sprout, one thing comes ah. up, monocot. And dicots and monocots respond to chemicals differently because of the different way that they, the two of them grow in nature. So, I mean, nobody needs to remember monocot and dicot, but broadleaf and grass, you can tell that. Those are good words. And yeah. broadleaf weed killer and grassy weed killer are different from each other. And you can't expect one to do a product that says broadleaf weed control to do anything with grasses. Huh. Now, but was there something in Hal's yard as far as, you know, if, if clover comes from seed, mm-hmm. how did it spread that quickly that he just happened to notice that within a week or two Yeah, I think time? it can spread both by seed and by roots a little oh, bit, okay. a lot, but some by roots too. So it just spread out because the environment changed and the clover said, hey, great, Hal, thank you so much. It's cool, it's shady, we like it, and it starts growing. The Bermuda was, you know, doing fine before it turned brown from right. the dormant season. Let's go real quickly to Veronica and McDonough. Veronica, you're on News Talk WSB. Hey, Veronica, good oh, morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, we're doing great, Veronica. I, I'm um, trying to grow fruit trees. Yeah. I have two pear trees and two apple trees. One of the apple trees uh, died, and so I'm wondering, will the apple tree self-pollinate, or do I need to get another one? Does it need to be the same kind of tree? These are gala. That, that is you know, a great I question, and I actually asked Walter that very thing earlier in the show <laughs> off the air. So the oh. apple is one that does need the cross-pollination, so you've got to have the two. But we were talking about blueberries in my case. And, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of said, do I need two different varieties or do I want to get the same variety? So you want two different. When they're cross-pollinating, yeah. two different apple varieties are going to do best. Okay, so I, I've got a gala. I can get a Fuji and put it in the ground, and hopefully it won't die. Right. Uh, I'll get I'll get apples out of them. And Absolutely. Now, what what do you think happened? How did it die? What happened? You know, I I don't know. Um, it's it's they're on kind of on a hill. I don't know whether it got too much water or the water, you know, went past it. I, I don't know. I've, I I don't know. The other three are doing fine. Hmm. Um, but that one, bless its heart, yeah. <laughs> I so, kept trying to resurrect it, and I just, um, I didn't succeed. It's, so go I'm get sure yourself another variety of apple, and, and do notice, before you dig the dead one out, kind of notice what the conditions were, if it was planted a little too deeply or something, and make sure to do different yeah. with the new variety that you put in now. Plant it properly, make that apple happy, healthy. Good luck. That's fun. Apples and pears. I love it. It will. It's 718 at 95.5 WSB. We'll be back after this. It's Scott Slate. Did you know you can listen to Walter Reeves on Saturday mornings on your Amazon Echo or Dot? And me too, weekday mornings. Just say, Alexa, play WSB. And we're on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Here's Walter. All right, need to pull up the weather and give you a quick update sponsored by Finley Roofing. Roof, roof. Today, a high of 70, a low of 57, so that's good. Football weather in Atlanta, partly mostly cloudy, maybe a 30% chance of shower by the evening time. Tomorrow, a little cooler, 64, a low of 38 morning showers, and then a clearing trend in the afternoon. So stay with Kirk Mellish. 
meteorologist here on 95.5 WSB, and a complete weather update comes in 10 minutes. Because the show today is uh, two hours long, we end at 8 for the Bulldog pregame show. Mickey Casaway will join us in a few minutes to give us a pike pick of the weekend, and it's going to be fun, fun, fun. She's got a lot of things that are on sale this weekend before Christmas that you'll want to hear. That'll be in just a few minutes at 7.35. Rick at Northside has a question about his uh, weed that is bothering him. Hey, Rick, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Walter? Good well, Rick. How can we help? Creeping Charlie. Yes, sir. How can you control it? I wonder why it was called Creeping Charlie. Why not Creeping Walter or Creeping <laughs> Ashley or something? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's really, I know why a lot of plants get named for people. There's uh, Jane Bath named uh, Bath Pink Dianthus, and there's Jane Sims has Sims Select Magnolia, and uh, Miss Huff Lantana is named for a lady over in middle Georgia. And it actually looks so feminine. I'm surprised it does have a name of Charlie. Charlie. Charlotte. Yeah. Kind of a dainty Charlie. little, yeah. dainty little ground cover. It is one of those, Rick, that's actually one of the hardest weeds in the lawn and landscape to control because it spreads by seeds, it spreads by roots, it spreads by just any means possible. Little pieces that you leave after you mow over it, they all sprout too. Mm -hmm. So getting ahead of it is a real thing to do. Is it in the lawn or underneath shrubbery? What is it? Where is it? Both. It started in the shrubbery and now it's getting in the lawn, yeah. If it were in the shrubbery in a place that you could get to, the easiest thing there it would be to use um, uh, Roundup or something that you could just paint onto the leaves, spray very carefully, protect the foliage on the shrubs, and just use Roundup if it's in the landscape. In a lawn, because you don't want to hurt the grass, you can't use Roundup there because it kills everything. Right. And so there, go back to one of the three uh, broadleaf weed killers that I mentioned to Ashley a minute ago, the Bonide Weed Beater Ultra or... Uh, Blue blue bottle blue bottle season long weed control or the weed be gone max, and all three you. of them will, cut, will control creeping Charlie pretty easily. All right, well I appreciate it, Walter. I just I didn't know if I could spray Roundup on it since the grass was dormant now. Don't be saying uh, the grass is dormant now. It is not. You may it okay. may look like it. You may think it's dormant, but that grass is saying, "No, I'm not dormant, Rick. I am not dormant yet." Okay, it's not. Uh, <laughs> All right, Walter. Thank you, sir. Right, Be careful, Rick. We'll see you soon. So it's then tre treatment now with a broadleaf weed killer, yeah. but then pre-emergent, good practices yeah. with pre-emergent, since some of it can come from seed, will at least cut back on how much appears next season. Exactly. Exactly. Read the label, follow the label, make sure you know what you're applying and what you're applying it to, and you do it exactly like the label says. The label is the law. you got to know what you're doing in order to get good control of weeds and other things you're trying to accomplish. It's 728 at News Talk WSB, 728 at 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. We'll be back after news. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at 95.5 WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves and Ashley Fresca on 95.5 WSB. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's 736 at 95.5 WSB. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, along with Ashley Frasco, the traffic reporter to the traffic reporter to the masses, and the why girl on the Lawn and Garden Show. She asks why and makes me explain why <laughs> things are the way they are. 
on Lawn and Garden. I have somebody that I go to for my why questions, Mickey Gazaway at Pike Nursery, who joins us this morning. Hi, Mickey. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. You're doing great. When I have Good. a question about flowers outdoors or when do things happen outdoors, I always call Mickey Gazaway. I say, Mickey, tell me more about this so I can answer a question, please. Oh, how sweet of she's, you. She's my expert for doing things. So, Mickey, we want to go to you this morning because Pike Nursery is full of plants, <clears throat> and we want everybody else to have those plants to decorate their Yes, homes. we do. We do. Um, we've got our Black Friday weekend specials. Okay, are you ready for this? I'm yes. ready. First of all, you're going to love it when you walk in the nursery. It just smells so good and it looks so pretty. We've got all these different trees. We've got the white snowflock trees. We've got a ton of those. And it's it just looks beautiful. And even though it's going to be a perfect day today, but, uh, you know, we do have some cold weather and wet weather, too. And, yeah, and it'll... Enough. It's nice. All of our greenhouses are enclosed, so that's good, too. Okay, some of the great deals this weekend. I'm reading some of these because I can't remember. There's so many of them. Um, but we're having our de- decor kit, which is pretty much our special. If you buy a, a, a seven- to eight-foot tree, two poinsettias, um, six-and-a-half poinsettias, and a 24-inch mixed wreath, nice. uh, and that's regularly... A, $115. Now, this weekend, or now with the decor package, it's eighty nine ninety nine. Deal. Deal. Nice deal. It is a good deal. Yeah. And it really gets you started. My boss is looking at me like, what are you talking about? Am I wrong? 99 Oh, it is? Okay. All right. And let's see. What else? Oh, he says it's the six to seven foot tree. That's what I said, six to seven foot tree. Oh, I'm sorry. I said seven to eight, and it's a six to seven right, foot six, tree. Six to seven foot tree. Good thing he's what's, here. What's yeah. a foot between friends? What, and really, you can't you can't tell that much difference because I bought a six to seven foot tree yesterday. I took it home. I have an eight foot ceiling, and we had to cut some of the top of it off. <laughs> now, I will say your perspective is different than many because you're a little shorter. That's right. So, that's exactly right. <laughs> a six or seven foot tree looms over you. That's right, but it even looks tall by side, by side stand. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay, but you still get that $15 savings no matter what size tree you buy. It just, the, of course, the overall price goes up, but you still save $15. If you buy a tree, two six-and-a-half poinsettias, and a, a wreath. Does that make sense? Yeah. If it doesn't, come off. in and check with us. Yeah, it's a good deal. And y'all have, uh, okay. Oh, sorry, uh-huh. Mickey, not to interrupt. In years past, it did include um, a garland in the decor package, but y'all have fresh garland as well, just as a singular item to purchase, Yes, right? we do. I yes, love we do those. It. Oh, I do it. We've got some really pretty stuff, pretty fresh wreaths. I mean, they're beautiful. I, and I think our trees are prettier this year than they've ever Ooh, been. Nice. They're just real thick and really, really, really I pretty. took a tour through the Tuckle Hill Pike. Oh, My good. friend Jane Going, who is a, one of the Pike Associates there, took me on a beautiful, I mean, beautiful tour of all the trees, the flock trees and the white oh, trees yeah. and the Nordman trees and the Fraser fir trees. It was great and smelled good, too. Yes, it does. Love it. Okay, one, a couple more things. All of our Christmas lights are 20% off, so if you need some lights. Mm-hmm. And we've got the little poinsettias, the, um, I think they're four and a half inch. They're usually five ninety nine. They're three ninety nine. We've got um, and also our pansies. If, I don't mm-hmm. know about yours, but my pansies looked a little bit because I hadn't been watering. I've been taking care of other things, so I need to spruce up a couple of things. And they they're normally for the four inch. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> are usually a dollar forty nine. They're ninety nine cents. Wow, another deal. Pansies sure. and violas. That's great. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. 
So people can really get in the holiday spirit coming up on the 5th with the Christmas garden party. Oh, yeah. I hope everybody's going to come to that. We have so much fun. It's going to be from 4 to 8. And we have good snacks and just hope everybody will come in. That's a Thursday night. So just what a nice way to unwind when you pass the Pike Nursery on your way home from work next Thursday. Just drop in, have a little cocktail, have some snacks, shop a little bit, get in the mood, get in the Christmas spirit. There's no dress. It's just drop in, see the people at Pike and say, give me some... some, I'm sure you have drinks of some sort. I'm not going to say what they might yeah, be. But yeah, uh, I know okay. there are things to drink and things to eat, and you just drop in and say hello. And it's lots of fun. It really is. It's it's really a festive. You can come in your flip-flops and shorts. If you want to. <laughs> Who knows what the temperature will be That's next right. Thursday. Nobody that could be knows. possible. Right. I heard today's 72. Wow. Yeah, today's yeah. going to be beautiful. A little Incredible. bit of rain maybe, but, I mean, nothing we can't deal with. Yeah. The other thing is that on the 14th, we're going to have our uh, wreath class. You know, we do a, yeah. a, a Williamsburg wreath class. So hopefully, be sure and sign up because those classes fill up. But be sure and sign up. But we would love for you to come to that, too. So it's just going to be a busy, busy time at Pikes. Yes. And the, so the Williamsburg wreath class, now different locations may have it. Different days, different times. That's exact. So. Everybody will have it on the Saturday. I believe that's right. Everybody's going to have it Saturday the 14th at 9. I believe that's true. Everybody has it that day. Uh, some of the classes have, some of the stores have additional classes. Our store is going to have one, an additional class the Friday before. So, so Mickey, just, if we, we need to get on out of here. Cause we got so many I'm calls. sorry. If we, if we wanted to find out <laughs> where the Williamsburg Wreath classes are, what dates they are, what times they are, if we wanted to find out where to get these great deals on decor, on trees, on pansies, on uh, what's the last thing? Christmas lights. And Christmas lights. Yay! Where would we go to find all that information in one place? Where would we go? At PikeNursery.com. Thank you for would. joining us an hour early today, Mickey. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. See you later. See you next Saturday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Veronica is in Henry County and joins us in Lawn and Garden. Hey, Veronica. Good morning. Well, good morning. Hope you guys are doing well. We are. Um, I have a grass question. Um, I planted Bermuda grass, and it came up, and it did look fine. Now it's brown, like I think it's supposed to be. It is. I also planted next to it perennial rye, and the rye came up, and it's nice and green and pretty. I don't know anything about perennial rye. Will it stay green all year? I don't know about perennial rye either. Why why don't you plant the rye there, Veronica? Um. Uh, because it was cool weather, yeah. and it's a cool weather grass. Yeah. And I'm trying to grow horse food, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I know they like rye hay, so I did rye grass. They will love the rye grass. In fact, you have to be careful with rye that you do not let the horses feed for very long on you. You need to supervise them because if they eat too much of that green grass, they can founder. And have well, yeah. a terrible yeah, taste but... of indigestion. So be careful on that. But yeah, the perennial rye will stay green until it gets sort of warm in the summertime. Annual rye, different species, annual rye starts dying when the temperatures get around 65 or so, maybe up to 70. And then the perennial ryegrass doesn't die until it gets to 70 to 75 or wow. 80. So they last, the perennial ryegrass lasts a little bit longer. Both of them, though, die by midsummer. Both of the ryegrasses are not going to be around next midsummer. 
but but it'll come, the perennial rye. My understanding is that it'll come back. Is that accurate? Mm, not in Georgia. Not well. Yeah. No, not enough that you would want it to and, and culture it. You just reseed. Is what you do every year with perennial rye. Oh. <laughs> I want to do that. That's too much work. Well, you got to figure out what you want to do, and if you want to do it, then you do it. If not, plant fescue, which will come back every year, or stays yeah, like the Bermuda. Yeah, and you know, be careful with fescue. Since you have the horses, you know about the different kinds of fescue and the endophytes and things like that, don't you? Well, I, I, I know. I don't know about fescue. Yeah, um, you need to. I don't have time, of course, to go through all that, but it's important if you plant fescue to know what variety you're planting and which ones are approved for horses to eat and which ones are not so good for horses to eat. And you're looking for the yeah. something called endophytes, which is a part of the fescue grass, and some varieties have it, some, but some varieties do not. I know that zoysia is that a, a type of fescue, or no, it's a different type of grass completely. It's a lawn yeah. grass. You wouldn't wouldn't grow it for horses. No, no, they can't eat that. So yeah. we got to no go, more. Veronica. It's great talking to All you. Right. Good luck with the horses and the grass, and uh, enjoy the green. <laughs> well, thank you. You too. Bye bye. See you, Veronica. Jan is in Milledgeville and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Jan. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Glad from you. Um, we have a Miss Huff Lantana that is in, in a, a certain area of our yard where we love it there. It was gorgeous this summer, but it's really gotten big. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to know, is, I'm sure it's okay to trim it back, but how much should I do that and when? I think right now you can absolutely do that. I know a lot of the lantanas looking pretty leggy and all of that, so you can cut it back pretty far. Walter, am I going a little too far and saying a foot? Reduce it down to just one foot, even I'm less. And three inches okay. looks great to me. All right. Oh wow, that would there would be nothing left of it, and it's so big and pretty. Yeah, but it, have, it won't have any leaves on it anyway. I mean, well, that's true. So we can go back pretty far, mm-hmm. and we can also do it now. Yes. Yep. Absolutely, it won't hurt it at all. Super. Thank you for that. Thank all you, right. Jan. Good luck with it, Jan. Of course, there are others who believe that you should wait until spring. Walter is not one of those people. Walter says, "Cut it back whenever it's ugly." And that is right now. So coming up at the very last of the show, we are going off the air at 8 o'clock today to to join the Bulldog pregame show and then, of course, kick off at noon in Atlanta against Georgia Tech. But one of Walter's favorite annual Mm. traditions, a gardener's Thanksgiving prayer. So we struggled with whether or not to do this last Saturday before Thanksgiving, but we're doing it the Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's still you're still in the holiday mode. Still Thanksgiving weekend. Stick around for that. That'll be around, what, 56, 55? Yep, here in just about maybe six minutes or so. A Gardener's Thanksgiving Prayer. You definitely don't want to miss that. And it'll also be posted on Walter's uh, Georgia Gardener Facebook page if you want to share it with your gardening friends. It's 747. We'll be back after this. It's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news and traffic teams will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get to work on time and informed. Now back to Walter Reeves and his lawn and garden expertise on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Such a short show today. Running out of time. We have about maybe one minute to take the final call of the show and then want to share a special Thanksgiving poem with all of you. I need to put my microphone yeah, on. Yeah, there you important. go. I want to and hear the weather, but everybody weather else okay. From Finley Rupert, reminding you that today, partly to mostly cloudy, high of 70, low of 57, morning showers into clearing tomorrow, high of 64, 38. Monday, not so fun. Going to be cold Monday, but this weekend, very nice. 
real quickly get Tom and coming here. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning, Walter. Uh, I've got a couple of cactuses, uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. And they're growing like crazy, but they're not blooming. Oh. Are you keeping them outside in the summertime? No, they're on a, a patio door window right on the inside. That is the key. If you want them to bloom like crazy, Tom, mine do best in a sort of a bright shade location outdoor. I take them out in 1st of May. I bring them in around the 1st of October, and it's covered in flowers right now. That is the key right there. Bring them outside during the summertime. Love and that fine. summertime sun. They do great. Well, we have something special for you. Every year for like five years, I think now, we have found the Thanksgiving poem and had someone to recite it, me and Mickey sometimes, me and another guest sometimes. And this year, Ashley and I do this poem, which I think is really appropriate for gardeners, thanking gar- gardeners thanking their friends and family. Let's put it up. There's Max a Green. gardener's Thanksgiving. Let us give thanks for a bounty of people. For children who are our second planting, and though they grow like weeds and the wind too soon blows them away, may they forgive us our cultivation and fondly remember where their roots are. For generous friends with hearts and smiles as bright as their blossoms. For feisty friends as tart as apples. For continuous friends who like scallions and cucumbers keep reminding us that we've had them. For crotchety friends as sour as rhubarb and as indestructible. For handsome friends who are as gorgeous as eggplants and as elegant as a row of corn, and the other plain as potatoes and as good for you. For funny friends who are as silly as Brussels sprouts and as amusing as Jerusalem artichokes, and serious friends as complex as cauliflowers and as intricate as onions. We're thankful for friends as unpretentious as cabbages, as subtle as summer squash, as persistent as parsley, as delightful as dill, as endless as zucchini, and who, like parsnips, can be counted on to see you through the winter. For old friends nodding like sunflowers in the evening time and young friends coming on as fast as radishes. For loving friends who wind around us like tendrils and hold us despite our blights and our wilts and our witherings. And thankful, finally, for those friends now gone, like gardens past, that have been harvested, who fed us in their times, that we might have life thereafter. For all of these, we give thanks. I was so hoarse last week when we recorded that. It was written by Reverend Max Coots, who was a Unitarian Universalist pastor in the Northeast of North. He died in 2009, but I think that Thanksgiving prayer actually is one of my favorite things. That is timeless, and it's beautiful. So if you want to hear it again or read it, Walter's Facebook page, Georgia Gardner on Facebook. Or on my website. Oh, That's yeah, the of course. Prayer. It's there, too. That's yeah, prayer in there. Yeah. It's been great being with, Sat- with uh, Ashley this morning. Scott, where's Scott over there? Scott has done a great job. Scott Baker doing a great job screening calls. And Jason Byers bringing us music. This one of the best garden music on the planet. Every Saturday morning, we are here answering garden questions, 404-872-0750. Write it down, put it on the refrigerator, dial those numbers next Saturday morning. We'll be here from 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. Get everything answered to be more successful in your landscape. We'll see you next Saturday. Have a great weekend. Go dogs.